Hello, everybody, and welcome to this latest episode. Today, I'm going to share a little bit more on the personal side. So I'm going to set aside digital marketing for the day and just talk a little bit about my podcasting journey. It's been on my mind to share this with you in case there's some of you out there that are thinking about what's it like to podcast. Are you think, If you're thinking about post- podcasting yourself, uh, I know on a recent tweet, uh, Neil Patel, one of the SEO gurus that I follow, uh, talked about how there's going to be a lot of companies in 2024 that are going to be podcasting. Uh, I myself thought that podcasting had already taken off and there was a lot of people that are already podcasting because I do meet quite a few people that are podcasting already. But again, Neil Patel, a very respected industry leader, is saying podcasting is going to take off. So I am going to, at least maybe on the business side, maybe on the personal hobby side, it's taken off. Maybe it's on the business side, it's going to take off. So anyway, um, I want to share, that's why I thought I'd share my podcasting journey. Uh, I want to share with you today why I decided to start a podcast, because it's very important to know why you're starting, uh, because it's really challenging to sustain. So you really need to know your why. Uh, why are you going to do it? What is the purpose of your podcast? What is the topic going to be and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to share the five things that I've learned uh, as I've done this podcasting over the last 13 months. It's been a very interesting journey for me. And so I want to share with you the five tips. I guess they're tips, but I mean, I don't know, five things I've learned. I mean, if somebody were to ask me, what tips do you have to give a newbie? These are the five things that I would say. So And then after I give you the five things, I want to talk a little bit about what is next, because obviously you can only hear me and you cannot see me and I want to be start being visible. So that's a little bit of a hint of what I'm planning on doing next with this podcast and what you can expect in some of the episodes and in an episode or two coming soon, you might be able to see me. So stay tuned uh, for that. But with that, so let's get started on talking about my podcast journey. Hope to help you if you're thinking about this kind of journey and you can learn from, from me. So with that, let's get started. Welcome to the latest episode of Corner Your Market. I'm your host, Silas Kimide. In this podcast, I talk about all things digital marketing, from website design and development to SEO and PPC, as well as paid advertising, email marketing, social media, and anything in between. If you're a small business owner, a marketing manager in a company, or an entrepreneur, this podcast is for you. So tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. You'll gain some practical insights, new strategies, tactics, and tools that will help you grow your business. To subscribe, go to cornermarketpodcast.com and select the podcast app of your choice. Then you can hit subscribe within those apps. That again is cornermarketpodcast.com. Also, don't forget to like and share our individual episodes. You can also leave a review in the app once you've listened to one of our episodes. Well, here we are towards the end of the year. I'm not going to say which year because you might be listening to this in 2025. But anyway, uh, it is the end of this particular year. It's been about, I want to say, 13 months since I started my podcast. And the end of the year is a good time to reflect. And so today I was feeling a little bit reflective as I was planning my content and I was working on the podcast. I was feeling a little bit... um, like, huh, what is this podcast all about? How has my journey been? Am I helping people? Uh, is this having an impact? 
So I just thought today I would share a little bit about my podcasting journey so far. That's the title of this episode. I want to share with you why I started the podcast, give you a really brief overview of why I started the podcast. And then I think to be fair to you, um, I want to also share the five things I've learned about podcasting itself and how this journey has been for me. And then what's next? What am I going to do on this podcast? You know, what, where, where does the event horizon lead uh, and things like that? So, so with that, let me just give you a little bit of an idea of why I started this podcast. I've always wanted to be, um, I, I've always wanted to share uh, my knowledge with people. So in 2020, I started speaking professionally. I'm actually a professional speaker. I speak at conferences and uh, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll actually be doing my first keynote speech in a few months here. So I am a speaker. I love to speak and educate and get people, um, you know, on my side of things. Well, not my side of things. I'm not a politician or anything like that. But uh, I like to get people um, excited about digital marketing and growing their business. I think my passion is probably more growing somebody's business or growing your own business uh, but marketing provides the more leading indicator of whether or not you're going to be able to do that in so many ways, in so many ways. I mean, in my, in my world, it does. Um, so I decided to start the podcast because speaking just wasn't enough. I, mean, I remember wrapping up a, I think a three hour session at one of the conferences I did in 2022 and people came up to me and they wanted to learn more. They wanted to stay in touch. And then on the plane ride back, I was like, you know, I got to figure out a way to get you know, stay in touch with these folks so that, you know, they can get the content that I have. Uh, there's obviously a demand for the content that I'm, uh, that I'm pr producing and putting out there. And so with that, I, um, I basically uh, decided I'm going to start a podcast. So to basically to educate and inform. And then uh, also, um, I don't want to just lecture people on things. I also want to provide, I've always been about, you know, action. I mean, it's one thing to learn. Um, but it's another thing to learn and then do something with what you've learned. So prompting action, uh, is another thing that I, that I wanted people to be inspired to do. Um, and basically, uh, at the end of the day, I'm trying to help companies leverage their leverage digital marketing for their company's growth. And so the purpose of the podcast is to educate, inform, prompt action, which leads you, the business owner, entrepreneur, or the marketing manager to be able to leverage digital marketing for your own benefit. Um, and so that's the goal of the podcast. And that's why I do it. That's why I produce it. Um, and that's why I post it on LinkedIn. I try to distribute it as much as possible. Um, it's been a, it's been a very uh, fulfilling journey in that regards. Um, now here's some of the five, here, here are five things I've learned uh, if you're, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, then there's, there's five things that I want to share with you. Okay. Uh, and you might be start thinking about starting a podcast because Neil Patel, one of the SEO gurus is talking about how tw in 2024, one of the big trends is going to be people starting podcasts, which I thought was already a trend, but, um, but I guess it's going to be an even bigger trend in 2024. So the number one thing about a podcast is content. People don't tune in without content, right? So you got to have content. 
And so as the podcaster, one thing I've learned is to really maintain a content calendar because life gets busy, um, work gets busy, client emails, staff issues, uh, running a company, business, all that kind of stuff. It just gets busy. Um, and then, you know, you might be in a different situation in your life, but whatever you're doing, you're busy, you're doing things, right? So if you don't have a content calendar, because when you decide to start a podcast, you're really excited, right? I mean, we do things because we're excited. We get excited about it. Uh, but to sustain that excitement over a prolonged period of time, you need to make sure you have a content calendar that is really a solid. And so one thing that I learned early on from a video I watched on YouTube, I forget the video's name, uh, but this lady said, make a contact, if you're depending on the frequency, let's say if you're doing a podcast every week or every other week, whatever it is, right? So for me, I decided I was going to have a content calendar for 90 days for, for basically the first three months. If I couldn't create a content calendar for 90 days to get started, then I wasn't going to do it. And so I sat down and that was the lady's advice was see if you can, if you have content for 90 days, like let's say three, four times, 12 episodes, right? So 12, 15 episodes. Um, and so I sat down and I started making a list. And before you, I knew it, I had 30 topics that I could genuinely run, run with, you know? So I felt like I had the top, I, I felt like I had the, I felt like I had the, uh, the content calendar, I had the topics, I knew what I was going to talk about and things like that. And so once I had the content calendar laid out, I, uh, I basically built, I did research and I put all my knowledge together and I wrote show notes for at least the first four or five. Um, that way you get into a rhythm. Uh, the worst thing you want is to be, uh, you know, a week before your podcast or three days before your podcast comes out and you still don't have a, a topic ready, and then you're stressed, and then you skip, and then you miss one week, and then you miss the next week, and before you know it, your podcast is kind of um, D-E-A-D, dead, or at least on life support. So that would be the first, first advice, is have a content calendar ready to go for the first 12 to 15 episodes. Uh, and what I mean by content calendar is I don't want you to think that you have to have all the elements of it all put together, just to topic library, right? You know, you're going to talk about this, 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 and this. Um, and if you feel confident in that and you feel like you can put content underneath it and you can produce a, a show of your length, and that could vary depending on your, your, the format that you choose, the length of the show that you're going to have, as well as the, um, as well as the uh, frequency in which you're going to produce your show. I chose to do a weekly podcast, which at times has felt kind of frequent. Um, every week, weeks go by fast, right? Here we are at the end of the year and everybody says, I can't believe it's the end of the year. I can't believe it's, people are always saying they can't believe, you know, it's going to, pretty soon people are going to say, I can't believe it's already March. I can't believe it's already summer. I can't believe it's already Labor Day. I can't believe it's already Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's already November. I can't believe it's already December. I mean, we're always moving forward. I mean, what are you going to expect? I mean, you, you can't, you don't have to believe it for time to move forward, right? So I don't know, what, where is that going with that? Oh, I was going to say frequency. So choose a frequency that you can live with long-term. Like when I say long-term, I'm meaning at least six to 12 months. If you can live with that frequency for that period, then it's probably a good frequency. I'm going to stay with my one once a week frequency because I feel like it's only a 30 minute show. 
it's not like I have a one and a half hour show. You know, I don't think I could do one and a half hours every week, but 30 minutes, which really at the end of the day comes out to be about 25 minutes of content per, per week, very doable once a week for me. Uh, I'm in the field in digital marketing, so I'm always talking to people about this stuff. And I often get questions from people uh, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's a great podcast topic. So I put it down in my uh, content library. You know, I'm going to do a show on that at some point. So looking for ideas and things like that. So once a week has been a decent, um, has been a decent frequency for me. 30 minutes has been a decent amount of time for me um, and, and things like that. So that's the first thing is content calendar is key. The second thing is to stay focused on your topic and dive deeper into your niche. So I feel like digital marketing is, is, has now become less of a niche, meaning there are niches within digital marketing now. Um, and so I've kind of been thinking about how do I dive deeper into my niche, but at least for the first year, um, I stayed focused on digital marketing. I don't go off track, off track, off track, off track. I don't talk about, you know, other forms of marketing. I don't talk about PR. I don't, I don't talk about, uh, politics, religion, uh, I don't talk about current topics, things that are happening and things like that. Although I was tempted to kind of dive into the whole Dylan Mulvaney um, Bud Light fiasco in March or April of this past year um, and and thought maybe that would be relevant because marketing was involved. But sometimes, you know, those things are just, uh, you know, you just don't know where that could lead, good or bad. So I stayed out of it for the most part. I did refer to it from time to time in some of the things I was talking about, but but my goal is to keep content that is more evergreen, uh, that can, you know, that can be listened to in a year or so or two years from now, and it's not, irre not irrelevant. So stay focused on your topic and dive deeper into your niche. Uh, that's something I've learned. Um, stay focused. Now, the third thing is on the, on the back end, not what you're hearing, but on the back, back end, because setting aside time to record, produce, and distribute is time consuming. So you need to develop a rhythm that is, uh, that works with your schedule. Uh, because, uh, getting the content ready is, is one thing, right? And then once the content is ready, uh, depending on how you're going to do it, um, meaning, are you going to read it? Are you going to type it all out? Or are you going to freeform it? I like to freeform it with bullet points on my screen. Uh, I just look at my, my, I have a, 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 a a list of all the things I'm going to be talking about. And I just go down the list. I, I don't type everything out and read it. Some people do read it. Some people like to read it, uh, but that's not my style. But depending on how you do it, recording can take time. So for me, uh, I set aside a time on my calendar. Uh, I do it about once, sometimes twice a month. So I record in advance. Um, so I have a rhythm. I, I, at the beginning, I wrote down my steps so I wouldn't forget a step because it's very easy as you're producing these things to forget a step and all of a sudden, boom. And I've already learned that the hard way. I was recording a podcast uh, with a friend. Uh, my, my, my mic, it, I, did, I found out later that it was actually, my mic wasn't really recording. It was my PC that was recording. So um, anyway, I had to do a mic, I should do a mic check. So now I do a, a, a checklist mic check. You know, mic check, mic check, mic check, you know, make sure that you're getting it out of the mic and not out of your PC, things like that, you know, so, um, set a rhythm, a production, uh, and then after you've done recording, there's a production routine, right? 
Um, at the beginning, I was manually editing the sound files, uh, and it was getting to be t- tiresome, and I did not enjoy it. And then I found an AI tool uh, by Adobe uh, that does the editing for you. So uh, it's free for one hour a, a, a day, I think, one hour of production a day. So for me, it's like no-brainer. Um, because my show is only 30 minutes and I record two, maybe three max, uh, at one time. So I do it all at once. Um, and so, yeah, I do have two accounts, two free accounts with different email addresses. So I can, you know, go around that one hour limit, uh, if I have more than one hour of content. And so I have a production rhythm that I use, um, you know, get the sound ready. Then I have a, I use audacity, uh, I have a format that I've set up. I have a, a, a base file template. So I just delete the previous audio files and I drop in the new ones. And then I have the whole production part of, you know, um, generating the MP3, getting all the notes in there, the metadata in there, and then testing it out, making sure that the sound sounds good. Um, and then after that, distributing it to um, Buzzsprout, which is where I host my podcasts. Uh, which seems to be a standard platform for a lot of people. Uh, and it's done well for me. I mean, I have no qualms about it. I don't have thousands and millions of listeners. Maybe I do, and I just don't know about it. But um, from what it does for me, Buzzsprout has been has worked well. And then uh, somewhere along the way, I decided I was going to have a website for my podcast because the base site that Buzzsprout uh, is, not, is not that great. It doesn't really provide you with what you need. And I wanted my own branding and my own information and things like that. And so as part of my production and distribution process, I, uh, I post the site, the podcast on my, on my podcast website. I put the show notes in there, uh, and then I schedule it out for the Thursday that, that it's due. Uh, And I do it every day, Thursday at 7 a.m., 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. You know what? Now that I think about it, I think it's uh, 9 a.m. Anyway, I've been producing. It comes out an hour earlier. Um, so all you folks that are, you know, waiting in line, you know, to hear my podcast, <laughs> I'm actually delivering it an hour earlier. Now I just realized that. But uh, anyway, so get into a rhythm. Getting into a rhythm has been very important for me. A recording, production, and then a distribution rhythm. It helps me stay on task. I have a checklist. It makes it efficient. I don't forget things. Oh, I also produce a cover image on Canva. I post on LinkedIn. So I've got the whole thing kind of um, figured out here. So it took me a little bit of time. It took me about three or four months to kind of build that rhythm. So the first three or four months was kind of frustrating because I was like, oh, this is a lot of work. I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want to do it. So again, you know, very important to have a rhythm. So that's the third thing, setting a recording, production, and distribution rhythm. And then um, the fourth thing is equipment quality. Um, I've learned that uh, having good equipment is important. You don't have to break the bank. Uh, There's a lot of tutorials out there on different equipment. But I have a pretty standard mic, nothing fancy. I have a a, a duo mixer, so I can connect two mics to it if I need to. Uh, And then from there, it connects to the PC. I record directly on the PC, nothing fancy. I just do a couple of tests and then I, you know, hit record and, uh, the editing side, like I said, uh, and the production side is now AI done driven. So it doesn't really, I don't really need to do much on that end. And I feel like the quality has been really good. 
Um, and as long as the listening audience finds my production to be, you know, they, they like the sound, they enjoy the quality. There's nothing to be, you know, when they're switching back and forth between podcasts, I, I don't want them to hear too much of a difference. I know I'm not going to sound like the professional Joe Rogan type podcasts, but as long as I'm maybe 75% there and it's not noticeable to the average listener, I think, um, I think I'm okay, but I did, I did want to, you know, uh, make sure that to point out that I, I mean, I, I don't know if I learned equipment quality is important, but I just knew at the beginning that I just wanted to make sure that the production quality was good and that people were enjoying the content that they were listening. So those are more of the, the top four things I've learned are more on the production creation side, but uh, the fifth one is the mental side, mental, emotional, spiritual side, man. Cause, uh, cause I mean, you worry, right? You worry, com you compare, you worry, you think about what other people are going to say, you know, and then common reaction I've gotten is, oh, you have a podcast too. So that's why I was surprised when Neil Patel said 2024 is going to be the year of the podcast. Because I thought the podcast year has been going on for a while. Almost everybody has a podcast. I don't know. Uh, I've talked to several guys in the last two or three weeks and they said, oh yeah, I've got a podcast. I was like, oh wow, you got a podcast too. So, but anyway, don't compare yourself. You are who you are. Um, be mature about it. Do the best you can. That's what I tell myself. You know, I'm going to do the best I can. Um, I'm going to give my heart and soul to this thing. I'm not going to worry about what other people think, what other people are going to say. I'm going to post it on LinkedIn. I'm not going to worry about the comments. I'm not going to worry about how many people like it or view it. I'm going to put it out there uh, and I'm going to make sure that it's valuable, that people really can find it uh, useful. And if they do, and if they find it valuable, then at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me. Um, I, I enjoy doing it. Um, I, I've, I've had a great time doing it. It's been fun. Um, and so, so yeah, so that's the, the fifth thing is what I've learned is to not worry about what, what other people's, th other people say or think, and also not compare myself to other people. Right. So I'm not going to compare my day two to somebody's 11th year of podcasting. Somebody that's been doing 11 years of podcasting and has a 2 million audience is not somebody I want to compare myself to. I'm going to learn from them. I'm going to see what they're doing well. And I'm going to learn from their mistakes and maybe, maybe check them out because I, I want to learn how they're growing it and how they're doing it, but I'm not going to compare myself to it. That's a different story. That's, it's not worth it. Um, so anyway, so those are, so those are the five things that I've learned. Content calendar, staying focused, setting a production rhythm, uh, making sure I have good equipment and not worrying about what other people's other, others say or think or comment about your podcast. So what is next? Uh, what is next for me? My goal as I look into the next 6, 12, 18 months is to just make sure I can have a sustained output of quality content. Um, that's my goal. My goal is to sustain this with good content, produce it, put it out there, uh, and make it valuable and useful for people for my audience. If you folks are finding it useful and helpful, then that's all that matters to me. Um, one step that I am going to take, uh, very soon in the next two or three episodes, um, I'm going to be doing this over video. So, um, you're not just gonna see, not just gonna hear my voice now. You're going to be able to see me in my natural 
habitat and you'll be able to see what I look like and also uh, look at my facial impressions and things like that. So the goal behind that is a distribution of an audio-only podcast is a little challenging. Uh, the search platforms out there, it's really hard to be found and discovered um, when you're just doing audio. And so video allows me to take advantage of YouTube's platform. Um, I'm going to post it on YouTube, probably going to post it on other video channels as well uh, to build uh, to build an audience there as well. But I'm going to start with YouTube and then post it on other video uh, channels as well. And that way, uh, the chances of being discovered, people finding me, finding this useful information useful is going to be greater. So uh, it's not that I'm vain and I want you to see me, uh, but it's more like, hey, I want to help more people. I want to be found by more people. And that's the reason why uh, I want to go into the video version as well. I've, in fact, I've already recorded three uh, video versions of the podcast. And so I'm going to be um, doing that in probably three or four episodes, mid-January of the next year. It'll probably start coming out on video if I can make sure I have uh, all the content ready to go. So uh, so anyway, so those, uh, so that's kind of a, a summary of my podcast journey. I'd love to, I'd love to hear from you, uh, see what it's been like for you listening to my podcast. Uh, if you found it useful, tell me what is useful. If you found it not useful, tell me what's not useful. Uh, I would appreciate you uh, sending that to me uh, and also uh, just sending me your stories of maybe, you know, what you think about. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast, uh, if you need any advice or you need some pointers, I'm happy to help uh, in any way that I can. So with that, uh, I'm going to close out my, my episode here. It's a, it's a little short one today, um, but I just, I just wanted to, again, give you, um, you know, a status of my podcast journey the five things I've learned, and also what is next for this podcast. So thank you for joining me. Happy marketing, and we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. If you're a small business owner, a marketer in a company, or an entrepreneur, this podcast is for you. You'll become better educated and informed when it comes to digital marketing. And if you implement the strategies, tactics, and tools I discuss in this podcast, your business will grow and prosper. To subscribe, go to corneryourmarketpodcast.com. That again is corneryourmarketpodcast.com. You can also search for Corner Your Market in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast, and you can subscribe through those apps. Also, don't forget to like and share our individual episodes. You can also leave a review. Finally, I would love to hear from you, so if you have any questions, feedback, or general comments about the topics I discuss, feel free to send me an email. I will be sure to share and discuss your feedback on the air if it will benefit our listening audience. You can write to me at connect at corneryourmarketpodcast.com. Just put listener comment in the subject line. That email again is connect at corneryourmarketpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to being back next week. Until then, be good and do good.